0: covers the Chiefs. With that, time And you're in that place where you're in the playoffs. He covers the Royals.
1: Flair, over there in the middle, on the left.
0: Salvador, just uh, take us through your emotions. He covers college sports. But one great thing about the conference tournament, Flair, I think it gives teams hope. And every now and then, he likes
2: a good laugh.
1: Make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone
0: wants to laugh?
2: He's Blair Kirchhoff of the
0: Kansas City Star on the program. Yes,
2: we barrel into the second half of the program right now. Blair Kirkhoff joins us. Allegedly, we'll be joined by Kellen Winslow. Uh, here shortly. We'll see if that indeed does come to fruition. Uh, Blair Kirkhoff brought to you by our friends at Art and Frame Warehouse. Framekc.com It's where you can find the very best framing sports memorabilia. Going to celebrate this fantastic Chiefs championship year. We think it's going to be a championship year. Uh, with some autograph memorabilia perfect for your man cave. Uh, let Art and Frame Warehouse frame it for you. Everything they frame comes with a lifetime warranty. They'll even deliver it and install it for you. Go to framekc.com. See them in person. At 92nd of Metcalf, uh, only place I take my jerseys. They are fantastic. Ask him about the museum glass, the UV protection. Uh, they are the best in the business. Michael and his staff at Art and Frame Warehouse, frankkc.com. See him in person at 92nd of Metcalf. Blair, how are you, buddy?
0: How can you not be wonderful here in uh, Radio Row? Radio.
2: Yeah, this, this is this where everybody wants to be? When you think Vegas, you think I want to be in Radio Row.
0: You, you know, uh, t- to that end, uh, the just past us was Wayne Newton. How about that? Did he really? Little Wayne Newton just walked by. Yep. Did he?
2: Uh, did he give you a Donkey Shame? <laughs>
0: He did that, and I almost ran into literally uh, Josh Allen, who's making the rounds here. Oh, really? I was on my phone. He was walking one way. I was walking the other. I almost walked into Josh Allen. So um, this is the he'd place have run able. right over you. He would have. Oh, that's his mo. That's yeah. what he does. And that's what the does. player
3: naturally being you, you gave him a na-na-na-na-na-na. <laughs>
0: that's right. Once, you could be practicing
1: this week, but you're just here on Radio Row with the rest of us.
2: We we sent uh, this young man on a mission. Did you fail? Oh, my Lord. There it was. Failure. Zero, like, Fa- sorry, That's what I wanted was the zero. The zero.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right.
2: All right. There it is. So I'll get nothing, and I will like it, Blair. <laughs> That's how this is working here today. You'll get nothing, and you will like it, Spaulding. <clears throat> All right. So there it is. We had we, we we thought we had a beverage run. It came up dry. Uh, they're trying to kill us here, Blair.
0: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like in, in your voices. Well, it's because, because I can't battling. I can't, can't
2: find a in a pep- beverage.
0: Can't get a Pepsi Zero. I you're, can't. You know. You're battling
2: though. Yeah, there was you know I was trying to have, have some kind of beverage, but no, no chance. So
0: biggest uh, biggest radio row I think I can remember this. Uh, I think they've actually
2: for the first time selected a space that accommodates everyone here and so instead of like oh we don't need that big cram them together uh we have ample walkways pathways for people to go by uh as it's you know starting to bulk up as far as the number of people and everything but yeah we're we're getting ample uh maneuverability yep shall we say so oh here we go uh we'll we'll sit down here and we'll, we'll we'll chat here with uh with, with Kellen Winslow uh, Hall of Fame tight end from your Missouri Tigers uh, Chase Daniel is running around here uh, and now of course uh, we have a uh the, a man for him to throw it to. One of the greatest tight ends that ever played the game. Uh, Kellen Winslow joins us here in the program. Kellen, how are you, sir? Oh, are we live? We are
3: live. Okay, I'll be careful what I say. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? I am doing well. No complaints. How's it going?
2: Uh, very good. Now you're now you're working with. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Southern recipe, small batch, a little. Is that the is this shirt?
3: Say Syracuse that you have. on? It does. Is it's that say, okay? Okay. No. No, no, you didn't have the grades to get into Missouri. Is I think, what it
2: sure, is? if that makes you feel better. No, I'm just asking. If a question, that makes you I just feel better. No, you know. I think I might have been able to swing it. Okay. I don't know, right, but now. I chose to go. Well, I'm from Kansas City too, so I went right over it. You went right. I over I would drive it. through Columbia to every time I went exactly. to
3: Missouri. Exactly. That's right. Wow, wow, that's. <sighs> yeah, I just I don't know. I, I listen. You know, we, we got to keep the talent in the state.
2: Well, Missouri's never done that. Have you seen the basketball program? Okay, this this will get okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You got me on that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm with you because it, it is frustrating. All the great... Listen, I, I did go to Syracuse, but I root for all the local schools. Of course. Uh, I'm a Big 12 fan, becoming an SEC fan. Got gotcha. you. Mizzou over there. But it's always been frustrating. Blair has covered this forever. We watched, like, great Chris Carroll, Lauren uh, Woods, and J.D. White, and, yeah. you know, all these great kids. Yep. Why Why can't Mizzou recruit St. Louis? Well, uh, oh boy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh wow, that was a topic you did not expect. Yeah, uh,
3: well, because I have a lot of opinions on it, and well, I, I don't want to get into there's trouble. a microphone, and we're all here. <laughs> I don't want to get into trouble because I always get myself in trouble by saying things like this. But you know, you you got to recruit your own backyard. Yeah, you really do. You if you let other people come in and steal your talent. Uh, you just you can't compete. I remember when I did Missouri radio years ago. There were a couple of guys on the Wisconsin roster from St. Louis. Yeah, you know they're playing the Fletchers. Yeah, yeah, they're there, and um, you got to keep that talent there. Yeah, you know there's a running back at at Ohio State at the Ohio State. You know, who just happened to what was it a Wood River? Uh,
2: no, um, you're talking. Uh, uh, the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys now Patriots. Eze- uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Ezekiel well, flor- is the Florisson area. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. And the parents uh, went to Mizzou. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Do you to m- keep that talent there. Do you feel like it's getting better on the football side, though? I think it's getting better because of uh, their effort. When they built that new end zone project, uh, they had a legitimate football only facility. And that's what you had to have in order to recruit uh, four- and five-star recruits. Before that, you, you're not in the game with a four- or five-star recruit when you, they come in to visit and you have to share the locker room or the weight room with everybody else. And they go to a school like LSU, Alabama, Georgia, people you're going to play on a consistent basis, and they have football-only facilities. That means a lot. And, you know, I use that uh, the. Uh, The evaluations, uh, similar to the Chargers, what they're going through right now, the Chargers are finally building their permanent facility in Inglewood for their organization. They're no longer going to be in Orange County. That's going to do so much for the organization to make them a more stable organization where they can focus on the little things that make the difference between winning and losing. You know, uh, Because those things that happened in the fourth quarter are little things that – may not be reflected on football field at all. It's something that's happening at home or somebody's distracted about something uh, or they just have not been in a situation to handle it properly before. So having a home, as we all know, as Americans, that home dream, that American dream is to own a home is to bring stability to an organization. So when Missouri built that end zone project, uh, they became more competitive. And yeah. we're seeing the results of that now.
2: Why did uh, your charger great? We're talking to Kelly Winslow here in the program. Why? 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 I love San Diego. Why? Why can't? Why wouldn't they build a stadium for the Chargers there? Why? Why wasn't there the connection of franchise? Is it a problem with ownership? Is it a problem with too many fun things to do?
3: What? Why didn't that work? As I, I hate that the Chargers aren't in San Diego. Well, the, when the stadium issue came up, this county and the city of San Diego was broke. Didn't have the money. Uh, The talk about the only reason that the Rams have the stadium that they have because their owner, Stan Kroenke, a Missouri guy, had the money to build what he built. And he partnered with the city of Inglewood for future development and what they were going to do. And the city of Inglewood had a plan for uh, future growth. And Stan's project was the first one on the board. Uh, So, you know, that's why they're there. Uh, The charge organization didn't have the four billion dollars to build a stadium in san diego they just didn't have it especially on the riverfront i mean on the the, uh, waterfront where the new stadium should have gone right next to the padres stadium which gives you that entertainment district right on the on the trolley line yeah so uh the use that what they're using qualcomm stadium for now is really uh, a great plan because it becomes an extension of san diego state west So now they're able to build dorms down there. They're able to build uh, athletic facilities and probably put one of their uh, uh, better programs, a business school or the uh, engineering school down there, and it's tied to the campus by the trolley. So it's a great place for that expansion. But the Charger organization didn't have the $4 billion to build a stadium, a self-funded stadium. And that's why they had to go to Los Angeles.
2: Uh, we're talking to Kellen Winslow here in the program. I mentioned you. Uh, you were really the first, just like wide receiver, like number tight end. What, what do you think about when you see Travis Kelsey play? Oh, proud papa! It's uh,
3: <laughs> I can't take credit for that. I really can't.
2: No, no, but but you you were kind of like one of the. I mean, there, there were great tight ends like Mike Ditka and Mike and, Ditka,
3: uh, uh, Ozzie Newsome, yeah, uh, Jackie Smith, Charlie Young, Charlie Sanders. You know, pick one. But I was the guy in San Diego who was with Don Corriel right? And that changed the game. Uh, if I had been drafted by Cincinnati, who passed me twice in a draft, or Chicago, who passed me twice in a draft, or Buffalo, who passed me twice in a draft, I'm not bitter. <laughs> we would not be talking today, Kellen Winslow, Hall of Famer. We would not. But I got lucky and got fell on the draft board, ended up at number 13. The Chargers moved up from number 20. I was at number 19. But they just moved up six or seven spots, and they drafted me. And the game of football changed not because of me, but because of what Don Coriel did. And I just happened to be the benefactor of that. Yeah, but but
2: coaches will always tell you it's, like, it's Jimmy's and Joe's over X's and O's. Right? Yes, it's all important. You got to have players, and you were that player. That's very modest of you, and I appreciate well, that. You know,
3: it. it was. But you were
2: you were kind of sick, like really good. I mean. I watched you play. I watched you kill the Chiefs. I mean, come on. You,
3: you, I love playing the Chiefs. I love
0: playing the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you worked that way. Because the
3: Chiefs it, passed me the draft also, but I don't want to bring that up.
0: <laughs> at, at Mizzou, I think 25 was your high in ter- uh, 29. 29. 29 don't, okay. don't cheat
3: me. But again, it was the offense. This was how the offense was run. When I got to San Diego... L, who was in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Joe Gibbs yep. was in the Pro Football Hall yep. of Fame, was yep. offensive coordinator. Ernie Zampese, a very innovative leader in, the, uh, in uh, professional football, was our receivers coach. They said, okay, let's take the fullback out and put Kellen in there because he could do those things. They recognized something, and they took advantage of it. And then other teams had trouble um, uh, adjusting to what we were doing, and then other teams started doing what we were doing. And and that's what changed the game. And now with the rule changes and with the athletes being full-time, because we were really part-time athletes, you know. We were not professional full-time athletes. We were part-time. You would work six, seven months during the year, and you go get a job someplace else because you were making the money to yeah. do those types of things. And you knew that you had to have a career when you retired at 30 to you know, work another 35 years before your Social Security kicked in. And if you're Nikki Haley, 70. Before he kicked in, so you had those things going on, but it's they changed it. I'm, I just, I benefited from it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and now, what, what do you think about when you see guys, tight ends going across the middle, not worrying about a safety taking their head off? <laughs> a little different now. That right? would
3: have been great. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, it's, it, that would have been nice. Because <laughs> <Yes.
2: laughs> you, you had to – it, it was a lot more dangerous with you coming across the middle then.
3: The, uh, well, the Raiders had a safety by the name of Van McElroy, who was just a stud and just knew nothing about safety or proper tackle techniques. He just threw his whole body at you. And so you had to watch out for things like that. And then there was a guy by the name of uh, – uh, oh, geez – Safety for the Raiders, uh, Jack Tatum. Thank you, man. I just had a Joe Biden moment. <laughs> uh, equal opportunity. That's right. you know, That's equal right. opportunity. I, I balance it out. out. <laughs> I balance it out just for my new show, and 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 to to do that, but Tatum, he would hurt you. They call me assassin. They the name me assassin. of his Exactly, and, and, and it really was. And I remember early in my career uh, playing the Raiders. It was a, the latter stage of Tatum's career. The big deal in the paper was, you know, the, the, the young tight end versus the assassin. And uh, I caught a ball and turned the field. And Jack Tatum came up to tackle me, and I partially ran. I didn't knock him down in the ground, but I partially ran over him. And the fans went crazy. Because they thought I ran over Jack Tatum and, you know, that signaled the change of dominance across the middle and all that kind of crap in the paper. But, uh, I do remember that confrontation with Jack Tatum. Sure. He had, they had that type of reputation. Yeah. Yeah. But nowadays, you know, don't touch them. That's okay. Yeah. Don't go
2: to the head. All the different things that come with it. Yeah. It's a very different type. Tell
3: me what you're doing with Gridiron Greats. Gridiron Greats Assistant Fund was started by Mike Ditka. You know, the great tight end from the Chicago Bears and head coach of the Chicago Bears. Um, to fill in the gap between the lack of benefits for retired players from those who had played during my era and those who are playing today. And those benefits weren't great for retired players. So a lot of guys fell through the cracks. They started this fund to assist players in getting the medical help that they needed, sometimes the mental help that they needed, and at times, sometimes just paying the basic bills that they needed to have paid in order for them to have a a standard of life. Nowadays, the uh, NFL and the players' union is doing a, a bit better in that category, which gives a lot of relief to players. And it could be better, and it hopefully will get better. Uh, but the Gridiron Grace was started for that purpose. It's going to be Southern Recipe, small batch pork rinds partnered with the Gridiron Grates several years ago, 15 years ago to be exact, to uh, help raise money to fill this need. And I'm not sure if you guys have tried any of the pork rinds. They've got some interesting flavors, and they're pretty, pretty, pretty good.
2: Yeah, they're fantastic.
3: (laughs) Where are the samples? Because Mike Dicker brought the samples. (laughs) I I have a candle. And somebody gave me. You don't want to eat that, but we'll get you some pork. Rice. They are the southern. They're fantastic. I love them. I love them. They're, and when I do my low
2: carb diet, which I should do more, uh, they're the go to snack. So they're fantastic. So that is great to hear, Kelly, Thanks for catching up with us. We really appreciate you it. You
3: bet. And I do like the Syracuse shirt. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank oh, you. What's that I the think... New Heisel School? Newhouse. Newhouse. Yes. I Newhouse. keep saying New Heisel. Like Rick New Heisel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Flat down line. the road. Down yeah. the road. Okay.
2: The, yeah, the House family had a little more money.
3: Aha, uh-huh. Yeah, I got so you. Th- they paid for everything. So a great program. Thank you. Is it, As is Mizzou. Mizzou number one, Newhouse number two, Northwestern number three. Is that how they rank the J-schools? If,
2: if, that, if that's how Columbia would like to view it, sure.
3: Okay, I'm going to take that back. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kevin, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You bet. You bet. We'll take a break. We're here in the program. Blair Kirkhoff. More with Blair next here on 810. You're home with the National Football League.
1: All right, the Joe's Kansas City Barbecue burnt end of the hour answer. The great Derek Thomas passed away 24 years ago today. Three quarterbacks got sacked at least 10 times by DT. Asked for all three, actually. Three quarterbacks sacked 10
2: times by Derek Thomas? Mm -hmm. That's the question? Yep. John Elway? 18, that's the most.
0: Well, Dave
1: Craig's got to be one of them. fifteen. Mean, Todd, Todd, to turn it down, and then immediately starts talking. <laughs> no, to No, no, I just I was going to pick this up to listen to you guys. Dave Craig got sacked seven times in, one up in a game. No, yeah. I mean, he. I'm going to be I'm gonna go Dave Craig, fifteen overall, second most. It. I'm on fire. And that's a good uh, thought process to find the third like guy a, as well. Stan Humphrey. Uh, a, yeah. no,
2: no, 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 no.
1: Jeff George. Jeff George, uh, who was sacked six, 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 six times, times in, in the game. opener in 1998, eleven all time. That's there unusual because Jeff George was so nimble.
2: Oh. <laughs> get, can really escape.
1: Oh. Good <laughs> Todd. Slinging arrows. I'm getting loopy. It's his anti-Illinois it bias. Back off. I wasn't going to try to get into the show. Are you, just, is that it? You yeah, that was it. I, was, I just want to listen. I could hear better with the headphones on. A few what did we give away there K-Fitness? And now he feels like he can just mop pro athletes. I'm telling you what, oh, man. Well, Jeff George, come on. I'll get on the bike with him at base camp right now. <laughs> uh, that was Joe's Kansas City Barbecue.
0: Uh, Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. You know they're open on Sunday. Carry out on Sunday. And they're here. there's a big Joe's order. Like 300 pounds of Joe's Kansas City Barbecue came to Vegas today.
2: Because that's how Joe's rolls. That's how they roll, baby. They roll. Joe's Kansas City Barbecue, the finest barbecue anywhere in the world. It's at Joe's Kansas City Barbecue, 47th Mission, 119th of string line and 117th in a row. Uh, we got a text today from a friend of ours. Simply said, had a rocket pig, rings, and a rib sandwich for lunch. Dude. Ask me anything.
1: Winner. <laughs> winner, winner. Barbecue dinner.
2: Uh, first of all, have you awakened? Because a rocket pig
0: rings and a rib sandwich. I, I hope he must have gone with a small
3: uh, rocket <laughs> yeah, pig, really. or
0: he just cut it in half. It's going to have the other half for breakfast tomorrow. Uh, you know my go-to order: the large rocket
2: pig, short end, fries, rings. I do not eat it all.
0: <laughs> Nobody can uh, eat it all. Uh, I do not uh, eat it all. It cannot be eaten in one sitting.
2: I eat, like, three or four ribs. I eat, like, half the rocket pig, some of the fries. Chris Jones turned me on to the, the fries of the air fryer. The fries are fantastic. Oh, they're so great. But then I was like, you're know, like, oh, you crush so many because you're like, well, they're dead soldiers after this. <laughs> and then Chris Jones taught us, no, no, Oh, right to, to the, the air fryer oh. the next day. and You're good to go. So wrap up those fries that you can't finish and put them in the uh, Air fryer. We ordered the uh, big game day spread uh, when they were playing on a Saturday recently. Did they have a Saturday playoff uh, game? The, the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins mm-hmm. game. So we had it on a Saturday and we ordered, I don't know how many fries, and like they gave it to us in a tub. We I had like a massive tub of fries. <laughs> and I cried. <laughs> I just cried as we opened it. Mine. I, tears. Tears of joy. Um, Why are they, they were tears of joy.
0: The, the, my, the seasoning is what makes those fries. My kids, oh my, gosh, yes. my, my
2: kids are like, "Hey, Dad, what about?" This? I said, "Sit down. This is the greatest day of my life." Look <laughs> this. It's
1: a tub of Joe's fries. That's not. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you saying? Well, uh, the seasoning, just for you, Blair, you buy that in the store. You get it. Right, you, right. Get it. You, get right. it. you get it. Yeah. Kansas City Barbecue Store. It tastes great on everything. Summertime, grilled zucchini and peppers. Yeah. Put that on there. I like that. I like that. And then, that. you know, I love the fries, too. But, you know, I am a health nut. So. Right. right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. You're just a former listen. fry eater. First, of No, all. I'm not a former fry eater. I'm just a not-as-often fry eater. First of all,
2: it's, he is simply temporarily thin. Is no. there anybody? This is a
1: lifestyle, Petro. A you know, lifestyle. Is there anybody had, more annoying than someone who used to? eat like us and now now doesn't and yeah. then just looks down at us with such disdain. You don't look down at anybody. I down ate your well nose, last night and readers. the night before. Get
2: out of here, convert.
1: <laughs> listen, I'm off this now. Turn this off. I'm not going to listen to you guys anymore cuz I keep interrupting you. You got to talk to Blair about the Chiefs.
2: What do you think, Blair? You can just pull the mic up. I'm going to leave it on because, you know what, you, you forced me to lean forward twice. That's all the exercise I can handle today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those are crunches.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Two crunches. That was
2: one set.
0: Um, no, Blair, what do you think? Who's going to win? I've picked against them the last two weeks, the Chiefs. So the 49ers will win okay going with the 49ers gonna keep it going yep yep yep. because
2: you Blair it, it's nice to know how how much you think of yourself that you alone have the
1: power boy howdy <laughs>
2: to to make the outcome of the
0: game so, so. What, what's the, what's the case what, what's the strongest case for the 49ers? Well, the the
2: oddsmakers have it as a two-and-a-half point favorite yes, against the a favorite. team that has yet again, like, uh, they, the fact that the oddsmakers have it at two-and-a-half points, and yet everybody else is still picking the Chiefs, and they're holding it minus two-and-a-half. Fat Jack told us 87% of the money is on the Chiefs, and they're not moving that spread. That spread should be coming back to a pick, and they're holding it there. He said it's because there are million-dollar players out there that they know are going to come in and hit San Francisco. He said it will absolutely not go to three under any circumstances, and that every time they bring it to two or one and a half, boom, they get hit with big bets. Mm. So big bettors are betting the
0: Niners. But the number of bettors uh, are on the Chiefs' side. The the the
2: quantity of money is on the Chiefs' side. That has nothing to do with football. No. Nope. That's just me reading the gambling markets. But it's the gambling markets that are set and played by people who do know football. So that's why I... If you're like, we've everything. Talk about blocking and tackling. Okay. Yes. But, I, but there's only so deep that we're going to go. I think we go pretty deep. But there's only so deep we're going to go. Like, Donovan Smith, Bosa, Donovan Smith needs help. But they've been helping him all year. Right? So I... I'm not as worried about that. If you want a football reason for how the Niners win, their run defense is not as bad as everybody thinks. They've just had two bad days. That doesn't mean doesn't eliminate the 18 games they played previous, or the 17, 17. games they played previous to that, uh, where they were very good. The Brock Purdy threw 31 touchdowns. He averages 10 yards a pass. By far, the it's a record. He set a record. A record. It's a record-setting quarterback. Against a record-setting quarterback. One versus many. <laughs> but I, I think people need to understand Brock Purdy is not playing at a pedestrian level. He is playing at a very, very high level. And I think we look at his bad games. I certainly do. Look at the game against the Ravens. and go, what is this? Four,
0: four picks.
2: I looked at him when he tried to come back against the Browns. And I was like, what is this? But... You know, Two good defenses. And that's and the difference is that there's no what is this I've ever had with Patrick. Not one time. Yeah. He, has he had bad throws? Sure. Has he lost games? Yes. Uh, has he played better and worse? Yes. But his worst is <laughs> still better than anything Matt – sorry, Matt Castle, but anything Matt Castle oh. Ever, oh, yeah. ever put on tape.
0: No, no doubt about it. So
2: it does come down. If Brock Purdy has a bad day, the 49ers lose. They can't win with him having a bad day. I, I firmly believe that. But he had, didn't have a whole lot of them,
0: you know. No, but they but, were against the two best defenses he played, and this is one that's as good as that. Right. This will be a top. This will be one of the top three defenses he will have played this year. The, you name the other two. So you think he's a
2: fraud that no. just puts up big numbers against bad teams?
0: No, because he put up some good numbers against good teams as well. I don't know if they, but he didn't. Not against great defenses, not against the best in the NFL defenses, True. and and that's not expected. No quarterback is supposed to put up good numbers against the best in the NFL defenses. Mahomes didn't put up great numbers last week against Baltimore. He put up very good numbers, not not great. I mean, hundred. I think his quarterback rating was one hundred point five, something like that. It was at one thirty one the week before against Buffalo. Um, you, you know, all, all kidding aside about. Uh, the Chiefs, to me, have the advantage the three most important things. The quarterback, the coaching, and the defense. And you want to give San Francisco advantages and position groups and others, I'll, I'll hear that argument, but I, I think the Chiefs are better where it counts the most, and that's why I'm saying San Francisco's going to win. I think the Chiefs will win. Okay. So does that count as you picking... If I had, I don't, this is the only place, your show is the only place, I'm not doing it for the paper, you know, Jesse Newell does our official prediction, and I'm I'm not in a, I didn't put any money on it, so, it's just a. I'm the only one that makes you take a stand. That's right. <laughs> makes you stand up and be counted. What do you believe in, Kirkhoff? Um You know, push comes to shove, I, I would pick the Chiefs in this game. Okay. I would. Okay. Uh, let me ask you a question. You know, but, I think I. Go ahead. But I've heard you say this before, and, and I've, I've disagreed with you. you. You often, and I don't know if you're saying this about this game, you often like, you wouldn't be surprised if it was a blowout. You know, wouldn't be surprised if they ran away in hot. And I've yeah. gotten away from that.
2: That was my mindset. Because, one, games do become blowouts, and it's boring to sit and pick. Spread's two and a half. I got the, I yeah, got the Niners by yeah, right, yeah. three. By
0: field I, good, I right. think
2: that's always. And, and usually games don't fall right on the number, right? And so. I do think blowouts happen, and I think the Chiefs were a team that could blow a lot of people out. They're not now, so I'm not picking them anymore. Anyway. I did early in the year. Have,
0: they don't have the offense to do it. Yeah, I
2: kept waiting for them to unleash the fury. Yeah. MVS... Can only body catch right so he's not going to make a leaping over the head every now and then he catches one with his hands stand down on your emails yes but he has a real trouble with it like even the one he caught that was the game winner against Baltimore turn around body catch
0: yes that's right you know
2: Patrick Mahomes it's like well I can't put it in front of you the way most guys like it let me check up a little bit let you turn around and body catch it he used to be
0: able to catch those we haven't seen that this year uh a la
2: carte Ordering on your passes, uh, apparently. Patrick Mahomes now serving up throws the carte style. We would put, it, see you, buddy. Uh, we would put him out there and hit him in the hands and all that. No, you want it? You want it with no sauce? And we'll, we'll peel the crust off. Like well, here it is. Turn around, body catch. Um, but so I mean, I don't, I don't think they can blow anybody out without defensive scores. And most blowouts will come with that. They haven't been taking the ball away. They've right. been playing great defense. Now they're taking the ball away. And if that's gonna snowball, which I do worry about him anywho being out because I think he's a really good
0: player. Yes. He got it started last week. Yeah. Two
2: weeks ago. Yeah. And so then I start to feel like, you know, could this game be a blowout? I don't think the Niners can blow the Chiefs out. I, I-
0: I agree with that,
2: and, and yes, I, I agree with that. And, because I think the Chiefs' defense is too good. The Chiefs' defense is better than their defense. I think the Chiefs' offense could have a really good day and go for like 28, 30 points, get a couple of defensive scores, you know, or short fields. you know. Uh, yes, now we're at 44, and forty. You know, 44-23 was what they played to last
0: year. Yes, which nobody talks about that game. It's always about the, the Super Bowl. Would you listen to
2: the program more, Blair? <laughs> we have talked about that game.
0: Everybody talks about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54 and what there are, you know, 10 to 15 guys combined on both teams that were in that game. But last season, the Chiefs had their, I think, their most impressive victory of the season. Yes. Going into Levi Stadium and just hammering the 49ers.
2: Uh, Turnovers, three for the 49ers, two for the Chiefs
0: in that one. That was, it was a Garoppolo game, right? Pretty... Actually made his NFL debut in this game. Yes, he was four of nine for sixty-six
2: and a pick in it. After Garoppolo had gone twenty-five of thirty-seven for three hundred three, two touchdowns and an INT. Not not bad numbers. Cole Orman had three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, how about this as a trivia question? He in that game, two of those were rushing touchdowns. He's the last Chiefs player to have two rushing touchdowns in a game. Oh wow! Pacheco hasn't done it. Wow. Um, There goes that
1: into the hour question. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Curtis. <laughs> um, Juju, 7 for 124 and 1. Cantley 3 for 111. Jeez. Um, wow. Travis Kelsey, 6 for 98. Uh, Pacheco, 8 for 43. Clyde, 6 for 32 and a touch. Hardman, 2 for 28 in the two touchdowns. McKinnon, 2 for 12. Uh, McKinnon had two catches for 36. Uh, I love it. Hardman, the big two touches. 2 for 28, running in in two touches. uh, 4 for 32. He averaged 14 yards a carry, but only averaged 8 yards a catch. He unleashed the fury that day. Yeah, he unleashed his inner Kadarius Tony (laughs) with those those yards per attempt. Um, But, yeah, so... If it is a blowout, there will be defensive scores, and those can happen, but you can't predict them. If there's no turnovers, I think it's it's a it's a bit of a rock fight. Yeah, yeah. The the way uh, I think the recipe is the same against the Niners as it was against the Ravens. Get in front, play from in front, force it all on to Purdy to throw the ball.
0: So so over unders forty seven and a half. You'd go under. Yes. Would you?
2: If it goes over, one team might do it on their own. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it'll be, I think that's what it's going to take. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Kyle Shanahan is too good a play designer, and he's got weapons, and so he's going to get Spagnuolo a couple times. You know, like like Tyreek Hill got him for right. one touchdown right. against the Dolphins. I don't think they'll shut the Niners out. I, I mean, I, I don't know what I said. I think I made, a, I made a prediction, and I was on a D.C., and I was like, oh, God, I don't, what was the score I was using? I do think there's going to be a bunch of field goals out of the Chiefs. I think Harrison is going to figure prominently. You know, some in the neighborhood of 26 to 20 Chiefs, you know? Yeah, I,
0: yeah, yeah. So four field goals for Butker and a couple, yeah. couple, couple touchdowns. Yeah.
3: I think that's, that's what I'm kind of feeling. The uh,
0: Holmes to Kelsey pass and a Pacheco run. That's yeah. kind of been their postseason formula. Rasheed uh, Rice, leading receiver. I, I
2: think they need to take the – they have to win the turnover battle. Yeah, they need to yeah. play from in front. And Justin Watson or Marquez Valdez-Scantling has to, one of them, they're going to, out of those out of those two, Noah Gray, there's going to have to be two
0: 20-plus yard plays. And we've seen it. We, yeah, we, we have. Seen we, we've seen it. Uh, they, they've been doing a much better job. Uh, I'm going to have to qualify this. The last couple of games, a much better job uh, with the turnovers. Except for the Hartman fumble through the end zone against a, a, a Buffalo, which just proves how va- you know how important those moments are. You know, not only cost the Chiefs uh, you know a, a touchdown that would have given them a ten point lead, but put Buffalo right back in the game.
2: Now, is it true that on the Star website you've got a twenty minute one on one sit down with Canarias Tony? You've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard about
0: it. <laughs> it's a legend. Uh, no. He's not going to play, is he? I don't think so. Uh, I don't, no, I, I, I don't think so. I think he thinks he might, but
2: uh, if if they throw a ball to him and it goes off his hands
0: for a pick, well, it could only be like a you know a jet sweep kind of pass, sort of. Well, thing. which if he's in
2: there, I don't understand. My corners aren't flying up after him. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the only way he's getting the ball. Like if you want if you want to play that I don't see coming as the 49ers defensive coordinator, give me a pump and go. No,
0: I, I think because
2: I, I'm sending the corners. If this guy comes out here, oh, yeah. run right at him. He's going to get the ball right there. He's not going down the field. He's not going to run around. They're not going to risk him knocking the ball up into the air. They throw it right out there. So if he screws it up, and we're coming for it. And if you can jump
0: it, pick six style. Yeah, I, I think the, the the pick at New England ended his kind of usefulness well, it in, didn't, in, in those in those moments
2: and didn't the Raiders the guy who jumped two balls in that route when the Raiders were out of the Chargers
1: yeah. that
2: corner didn't he have one where he almost or he did he, he his go. pick six yes he, yeah, he had, six, had a
0: pick six on Christmas Day and he had one a year ago against the Chiefs I, yeah. can't, I can't remember his name but
2: yeah but was that throw who was that throw intended to was it a Kadarius think, Tony? No, little? no. I think it was to Noah
0: uh, uh, Watson. I think it was to Justin okay. Watson.
2: Um, because I think you know. By the way,
1: you, if,
3: can't, you, you can't do that. If Go the
1: ahead. ball, if the ball, but you said if the ball bounces off Kadarius Tony and it's, and it's a pick. If the ball bounces off Kadarius Tony, there's no way it won't be a pick, right? right. I mean, we've all we've established that. <laughs>
2: That's not true.
0: The one in New England, oh, that's true. The he, one he in, had, in Detroit he had many against, against Detroit, yeah, Whedon, yeah. He had many against Detroit that just <laughs> clanked onto the ground. <laughs> the one in New England, he batted up like a volleyball. Here you go. It
3: uh, was
1: off his helmet. He was <laughs> like, "Hang on, let me keep this thing alive until the defender can get into <laughs> position." to pick. There you go.
2: I, I can't stress how much respect I have for the football knowledge and abilities of Andy Reid and Brett Beach and that old coaching staff and everything. But they have lost their absolute G D M F mind. If if he's out there, I mean they've lost their mind. I'm not, I like get a team of shrinks in there because they have lost
0: their mind. You know the, the you know I mentioned the McCole Hardman fumble at Buffalo from the playoff game, but that's that position is supposed to be their speed, right? That is their speed. Uh, that and, and against. Uh, a 49ers team that's aggressive on the edge, you know, you, you'd, you'd like to have that, but they're not, they're not trustworthy. Yeah. They're just not. No, it's a killer. All right. One more with Blair. We
2: might even mention, uh, you know, no one thinks the Missouri Tigers are going to go winless until they're what? and 15? You know, and 17? Do we get on board? We'll ask Blair that next. You don't mind if I do the show, do you, Todd? Here in the program, here on Sports Radio eight hundred and ten WHB, Todd Lebo, everybody, Todd Lebo, thanks. Always, always putting himself in the middle of the action. Todd Lebo. Uh, Blair Kirkhoff is here. He's brought to you by our friends at uh, Art and Frame Warehouse. FrameKC.com for the very best in sports memorabilia. You might be adding something to your collection. Whether it's a framed uh, you know, cover of the Kansas City Star, I'll be adding that if these Chiefs can win. Uh, I'll take it to Art and Frame Warehouse. Michael and staff are the best. FrameKC.com. Mention 810 and you can save extra discounts when you mention 810 at Art and Frame Warehouse. FrameKC.com uh, 91st of Metcalf. Go see him in person. 92nd of Metcalf, really. Ninety-one twelve Metcalf, if you want to GPS it. Uh, Blair, the Missouri Tigers got uh, kind of beat pretty solidly by a 500. What was going into the game of 500 A&M team? At home. You see a victory there somewhere in the down, last eight down games? Down the road
0: for the, in the conference. Uh, Curtis has said they'll win two. That's what the, the the analytics say they'll win two. They won't be favored in any of them. Didn't the analytics at one point have them winning six or seven? Yep. And now it's down to two, and so we're going to quote the two? Two in the last eight games. Um, Ole Miss, I think, is the best chance. and That's like at 45% or something. Yeah, not Arkansas, who's only two and seven in the league. Right. And, but so Old Miss,
2: Miss is five and
0: five, and they played them twice. Yeah. So it's, we watched it last night. and um, I was, I, I'm still trying to get the taste out of my, <laughs> my mouth from looking at it. Just... Bad basketball.
2: Um, did you watch it with karaoke going on behind you?
1: <laughs> Blair, did, did did you enjoy the sixteen oh AM run or the seventeen two AM run better?
0: <laughs> Oy.
2: Listen, we their performance was matched only by the shrills of karaoke. Yeah, yeah. You people go to Vegas, you go to glam and glitz. I know Steve Cofield. <laughs> I go to the wart on the ass of Vegas <laughs> when I'm here. The worst karaoke singers. By the way, he was one of them. Arms Wide Open by Creed, Coatfield sang.
1: Oh, <laughs> know your limits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He did it for the reason you're like, no, no, don't sing that one. That's why he sang uh,
1: that. One. You know what? That's, he that's is. Cofield.
2: Yes, he is just a... Glutton for the, punishment. The greatest. And by the way, he was the best one of the bunch. To stay at a table of people who like They're like, look, I like to sing, and I can't sing, and you like <laughs> to sing, and you can't sing, and you're the worst damn thing I've ever heard. We should go karaoke together. That was the crew that was there at the bar I was at. I the, like the, that.
1: The single greatest uh, comedic car- karaoke performance I've ever seen was a friend of ours who decided to sing C is for Cookie. From yeah. Cookie Monster as James Hetfield of Metallica. See, <laughs> for Cookie. It's good enough for me. Ah. and the entire place was falling out of their chairs.
3: <laughs> cookie, That's not cookie, bad. Cookie, I did cookie. not have
1: that. I did
2: not have that. That's not what I had. So anyway, I had. I it was. It was. The, the sight of Mizzou. Now, I
0: will say this. The so Shawnees didn't play last night, so he, he, he's worth, what, 21 points. <laughs> sure, there you go. Yeah, I like the way you think.
2: Uh, not only was this going on, they the only way I could see it was for them to have the you know, the sports screen where they yeah, cut yeah. it into like 9, 10. The, I couldn't even see a big
0: view of it. I had to strain to watch a little box. Lucky you. <laughs> I think you and I were the only people watching. I think we were Missouri last night. I think we were. Yeah. It, is, it is. It's really tough. Um, nobody envisioned this. Um, and to be honest with you, no, I, I don't. Is it talent or is it X's and O's? I can't tell. Um, I, I look. Sean East and Noah Carter and Nick Honor all had pretty good moments last year, right? All good mm-hmm. moments and. And Bates, Tamar Bates, was going to be a nice addition. And, um, and, you know, Vanover was supposed to be a decent addition, but that hasn't worked out at all, the 7'5 kid. Uh, wow. So, no, it, it, it's certainly a little bit of talent, but they they made an emphasis I, I, going into the game. I, I, Dennis Gates talked about cutting down on turnovers and trying to get the assist turnover ratio back in their favor. They ended up with 12 turnovers and in like seven assists, something ridiculous, yeah. you know. Um, so, no, it's he's got to be frustrated. And the guy wins twenty-five games in his debut season. They I win know. an NCAA tournament game, and and I, I just. Can't fathom what's going on there now. I I, I I've never
2: seen anything like it. No, I've never seen not anything this like bad because it. it wasn't like oh he inherited that team. We've seen like oh he just stood watching somebody. No no he had to rebuild that yeah, team. Yeah, put together largely. That team. Yep. And and now we're seeing this. It's just been brutal. All right, Blair, we have your pick: the Niners. <laughs> You're going to pick against the Chiefs again because it's worked so swimmingly. <laughs> so we appreciate that. Absolutely. Enjoy your time in Vegas. Sa- tra- safe travels back home. Thank you. You the same when you get to go next Thursday. So, take care.
1: All right. Who was the first non referee to perform an opening coin toss at a Super Bowl? Brought to you by Good Sense.